The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Thursday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys and officially the official coffee of Isaiah Stanback because it's the only coffee he'll drink. Mm. But you needed a little extra shot this morning of That's espresso. Right. The I'm espresso the mocha. Take it to the head. <laughs> but it's good, mm. though, mm. for coffee. and Tantalize the taste buds. I liked it a lot. I went through it. Got me you through my Kyle, whole day yesterday. This says a oh, lot. I, I bet it did. This says yeah. a, listen, this says a whole heck of a lot. I am not a coffee guy. You were um, not. I am not. And I am from Seattle. So that says a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. It means okay? you're picky. Very picky. Picky. And this right here. Is it slapping? Mm. Is it slapping? Mm. Slapping. I tell you what. Mm. Just let your soul. That's good. I can do that. There you go. I can do that. There you Feel go. It also silk mm. smooth. <laughs> Ooh, I like the. <laughs> you know about it? I like the vocals. Okay. You know what movie that's from, Kyle? No, I don't. Oh, what is it? It's coming to coming America. To America. Oh, I've seen that. I just don't know the. You don't the know the line. soul glow? Mm. Yeah, that's how he looked soul when he was glow. sipping that yeah. just now. The soul just glow. Just <laughs> Oh, back there messing with Chris's level. Sorry, Beamer. Yeah, Finish Beamer's it. in the back, like audio <laughs> mixing, trying to make sure everything sounds good. But like I just said, Chris Beam in the back, Isaiah Stanback, all hyped up on this espresso. Mm-hmm. We've got Patrick Nosey Walker about to give us news and notes. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Cowboys taking on the Packers here in week 10 of the NFL season. And the Packers, of course, at three and six. It's been a disappointing year for them so far. The Cowboys at six and two, an overachieving year for the for them, for most that would have thought at this mm. point in the season they would be six and two. All right, let's get into news and notes though, because we are previewing the Cowboys' offense today versus yeah, the Packers' defense. We That's are. Patrick's X Factor matchup. It is, but I want to get to news and notes first so we can get right into it. Absolutely. So let's let's hit them with the WWRD. What would Rob do? Yes, sir. Shouts out to Rob Phillips, Rob Miss Yali, Yali, the Island. Um, we have quite a bit actually. So let's lead with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, all signs continue to point to go for Ezekiel Elliott. Um, however, Ezekiel Elliott himself, when asked yesterday if he was ready for uh, Sunday's matchup, ready to return for Sunday's matchup against the Packers, he said, "Quote unquote, I don't know yet. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's gamesmanship or." you know and or you know Mike McCarthy having looked at him and said you know what you you know you better not be the one that puts that out there that you will be out there let Green Bay try to figure out if you will be and like I said gamesmanship because on uh on Tuesday uh which would have been the second time that Jerry Jones said he expects Ezekiel Elliott to be out there uh yesterday in the press conference head coach Mike McCarthy said he's doing very well he looks good uh, he said he would return to practice. He did return to practice. He said that his workload in practice would be managed. It was, but he got a good bit of reps as well. So physically and all things considered, looks like Ezekiel Elliott is still on track. But again, he himself said, I don't know, take that as gamesmanship or whatever you would like. We will see how Thursday, Friday, and then, of course, Saturday goes before the flight out. Uh, some good news. 
Malik Hooker and Sam Williams are both back to practice, and they were both full participants mm. in practice. So that's, that's huge for getting after uh, Aaron Rodgers, like we talked about yesterday. Massive, massive, massive. Noah Brown, who was inactive with a foot injury against the Chicago Bears. By week did him some good. He was back in practice yesterday as well, uh, albeit limited, but he was back in practice. Uh, Donovan Wilson was limited, but with a what was listed as a tooth issue. So maybe a toothache, maybe had a tooth extraction, whatever the case may be. Physically, as far as football ability and football um, health, I should say, he's good. Um, Something happened with the tooth, though, but he was still at practice. And Anthony Barr did not practice, which was expected based upon what McCarthy said in his press conference was that at best, Barr would be limited on Wednesday, but there's a good chance he'd stick with Britt Brown and just do rehab work on that hamstring. So we might see more of Damone Clark than than anticipated, depending on how the week progresses for Anthony Barr. Last but not least, James Washington will get another week before he sees his 21-day window activated from IR. McCarthy explains it as not any physical setback. McCarthy just doesn't like how the schedule is set up as far as three games in 12 days and the practice schedule in between those days. He says it's not an optimal time to try to drop a guy in off of IR. Um, So take that how you will. But again, he says there's no physical setback on James Washington. They're just going to see how that goes, which kind of segues to the other guy that's outside the building, which Hmm. is the OBJ. Um, Zeke and Parsons both hit the campaign trail. Oh, Zeke joined yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they're, they're pounding stumps for uh, for OBJ. Zeke said specifically, we want him, we want OBJ, end quote. Michael Parsons said, uh, <laughs> you want to win, quote, you want to win? Sugar honey, blank, blank, I want to win too. Come over here and help us get to this bowl, end quote. So now you have Cowboys players, franchise players, cornerstone players, lobbying for OBJ. And Dak would talk today, Dak right? Dak and CD. Dak and CD Dak both talk today. You don't think so? No, neither one of those. He'll guys probably talk him up and say, "It's gonna be the most political statement yeah, you've ever seen." Yeah. <laughs> hey, OBJ's a great player, but hey, we don't make those rules. We don't have yeah, that kind of leeway. That's out of my jurisdiction. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're, focus on who we are yeah, as a team, and, the guys in the locker room, and we're gonna get better in the, the locker room. room. You know, we're doing a good yeah, job. That's what it'll look here. like today. Yeah. But the fact that even Zeke, Zeke's usually quiet. Pretty quiet about that stuff, too. Wasn't quiet yesterday. Micah, not so much. Micah likes to talk about stuff that happens outside of the building. But Zeke, on the other hand, will most of the time refrain to comment on any of that kind of stuff. So the fact that he said it yesterday certainly perked my interest. It's like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't just fans that are talking about this. Maybe this is a wide-range conversation. Um, Very interesting. Very much so. Is that a bad thing to, to have offensive players commenting and saying, we need help on offense? Especially a cornerstone, a cornerstone <laughs> Not, guy like Zeke. Did he say we need help? Well, I mean, no, but he he's said, asking he for OBJ. We, we, yeah, want, I mean, we want we him. We want. Him. I mean, yeah. just. Want. I mean, it goes to the Keyword. conversation that we had earlier this week, where I was just saying. My disappointment in the in this organization not making the move with the trade deadline, right? It's just that extra, as an offense, as a team. I mean, think about defensively. You those guys know that there's three rotations of defense alignment. Like that, that confidence that you have, not even only just in yourself, but in your unit, when you approach the game and you know that that offensive line stands zero chance, you know if they're in a passing situation, they it doesn't matter who's out there, these boys are going to get that work. Right. Like that gives your unit a whole different confidence level. That gives your unit a whole oh, different yeah. swag. So offensively, 
No different than some of these, than they, like the Kansas Cities of the world over the past years. And now you think about like the Miamis, what they keep mm. doing in terms of adding to their offense. Mm. When you know that you have that much firepower, like make, make a decision. Yeah. Make a decision because the more weapons we have offensively, the less good personnel that you can put on me. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You think about Zeke. If I'm out there and we have 11 personnel, and all of a sudden every single one of my receivers are absolute goons, right? And then I have a solid tight end or a couple tight ends or whatever, however many tight ends they want to use. Who are you leaving in the box with me? Mm-hmm. Who are you leaving here with me? Hopes and dreams. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> we want weapons. Please, the more weapons we have, the more guys that you have to spread out and go guard. Spread out there. Go out there with those guys. And you deal with me in this box. I agree. That's exactly what, what I believe Ezekiel Elliott is saying. He, he was – careful not to say need because I think he understands they don't need OBJ. A team like the Packers need OBJ. Yeah. A team like the Cowboys want OBJ, and that's what Ezekiel Elliott said. And here's his, here's his actual quote. Quote, we know the type of player Odell is. We know how explosive he can be and what he can be for this offense. It'd be great to get him down here in Dallas. Another weapon in our repertoire. We want him. So you take that exactly at face value. He's saying exactly what Isaiah is saying. We want our cup to over overflow. Runneth over? We want it to runneth over. Our cup runneth <laughs> over. It to the book. Right. What? Much like on defense, they have that luxury. Offense doesn't ah. at this moment. So offense, they want you know our cup runneth over. Let's take it to the good book. Right. Jeez. That's what Ezekiel wants, and that's what Micah Parsons wants for the offense because Micah Parsons also wants the offense to be able to um, match serve personnel wise mm-hmm. with what the defense brings to the table because yeah. you don't know who to attack on defense, who to scheme for because you got to scheme for everybody. Offense would love can to I, have the. Can I help one. the people real quick? Huh? Help, help the people. Help them out. Right Get now, out. you just admit it. Defense, our cup runneth over. It runneth. It runneth over. over. Okay, even though we, we lost one one DB. Okay, we had another one steps up, but our overall, our cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have a cup runneth over, okay, on <laughs> offense as well. Wow. Black Rifles helped me out this morning. Wow. Okay? If you I have a cup runneth over it. on offense as well, you know what? That's two-thirds of the game, right? Uh-huh. Automatically, your special teams now runneth over yeah. because now you have guys that aren't playing as many snaps on offense right. and defense, and they're more available right. to help out on special teams. So guys that typically wouldn't play on special teams now are accessible, and therefore you have a better special teams unit. That means that you're one cup now so it turns into three cups, mm-hmm. runneth over, and then we got number Ooh, waterfall. Triple, triple cup? The triple cup. Triple cup. Kind of like the mm. 200 milligrams. Right? Boy, the way your eyes are popping <laughs> right mm-hmm. now. Mm. Ve- veins start you. to come out a little Ooh, bit. That's good right there. <laughs> hey, it's hitting I you. want three cups runneth over. Mm. Mm. Three coffee cups? Three coffee cups. Triple mm. cup. Okay. You triple ever seen somebody cup. sit down with three coffee cups? You know they're ready for game day. Mm-hmm. Either that or a cardiac infraction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that so, too. Yeah, straight. Just, I'm just boom, 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 boom. You can see the, the shirt moving as they sit still. Just do, 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 do. Percolating pectorals. Right. I, I think this is the third straight day we've started the show, or at least a first portion of the show, and spent some time on Odell Beckham Jr. We've spent some time on OBJ. And it's funny because there's multiple headlines on DallasCowboys.com right now about OBJ. So the stories are being written even in the building. Outside of the building, that's always going to happen. If there's a free agent, they're going to write about it. It doesn't always leak in to the star. DallasCowboys.com doesn't always talk about free agent possibilities. But here's the thing. The front office and the players keep talking about it. Right. So it's a conversation until they stop talking about it. And, right. And it's, a and it's continuously a conversation at this point in time. It, it might be one of the things we'd start the show with tomorrow because Dak may say something or he may not say something. Who knows? 
And then the same thing with CD Lamb if he talks today as well. Yeah, so and on the dot com at eleven o'clock, shameless plug, the mm. science lab will dive deep into all facets of why the Cowboys should or should not uh, sign OBJ, what they should take into consideration. So all Go of that's it. coming at eleven Do o'clock. It. So to Cal's point, yep. we're, we're talking about it because it's it's viable, and people inside of the building, they're on the campaign. It's trail. a thing. It's a it thing. is absolutely a thing. All right. Let's talk about the Cowboys' offense versus the Packers' defense. Okay. Patrick said it earlier in the week, and he said he was he was going to save it. He's going to save it. There's a science lab, the article coming about OBJ. Forget that. I'm just kidding. I don't forget that. Go read it. Go read it. Go read it. However, this is some science, too. It is. Based on the fact that you've got an X-Factor matchup, this is how the Cowboys are going to win or lose this game. I, I believe so. Um, and I, I believe that defense is going to do what they do. And you temper that a little bit with, I believe, Aaron Rodgers is well, – I don't believe Aaron Rodgers is going to have two trash games in a row. I said that on yesterday. So they might have their hands full a little bit in that capacity. But for me, I'm looking squarely at Dak Prescott and this offense. We talked a little bit in news and notes about Ezekiel Elliott. Again, all signs point to him being available, but he said he doesn't know yet. So question mark there until there's not a question mark there. And what travels well, Isaiah? Defense in the run game. If you're kind of if you're down your franchise running back and Tony mm-hmm. Pollard is going to have to take another week of starting reps, he's going to have to do it in what looks to be 30-degree weather, maybe a little bit colder because mm-hmm. the temperatures are supposed to fall off of the cliff in the next couple of days <laughs> uh, up in Green Bay. And so, in Dallas. <laughs> right. So you, you would hope Ezekiel Elliott is on the field for that yeah. uh, so they can, you know, reunion. Uh, there's a reunion of the tandem. But I, I would love to see, and I need to see Dak Prescott and this wide receiver core uh, continue their upward trajectory that you saw uh, – start to take hold in the second half against the Lions, really helped them jump out to a fast lead, a fast start on the Chicago Bears because they're going to need to get a fast start Mm -hmm. against a Packers defense that's better than the Bears and better than the Lions. Now, does that mean they're world beaters? No, but they haven't allowed more than 27 points yet this season and have only allowed 27 points on three occasions. Uh, They're 15th in the league, so they're about par. So they're not compost. They're not even bad. They're, you, could, you could argue they're good, but here's the, here's the thing. They lose Rashawn Gary, mm-hmm. major team leader in sacks. Six sacks, gone, off the table. Third ranked in the NFL as far as pressures on the quarterback, gone. I, he's on IR now. He was on the injury report yesterday. I don't expect that he will be today because he's on IR. Uh, but let me go down their injury report. Looks like a mass unit. Let's talk about their Oh, my gosh. Their you're defense. not wrong about that. I looked at it yesterday, and it's Pretty just bad. DMP, 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 right. DMP, all and, the way through. And we'll, we'll, we'll focus on the, the defensive players on, on this part. Chris okay. Barnes, linebacker, rotational, but uh, he's still in concussion protocol. He did not practice. Devondre Campbell, dealing with a knee issue, did not practice. That's a starter. Okay, Uh, Rasul Douglas dealing with a calf issue, cornerback. He was limited yesterday. Uh, We talked about Rashawn Gary. Let's see. Uh, Shamar John Charles ankle did not practice on yesterday. Uh, Who else we got? Preston Smith. Ooh, neck issue was limited in practice. Eric Stokes ankle and knee did not practice and looks like he's going to be out for several weeks. These uh, most of those players I just named are supposed to be impact and are impact guys for the Packers. So if they were par, good Mm -hmm. enough to be average, 
you lose key players and or you have other players that are dealing with major injuries who may or may not play, and if they play, they may be well below 100%. This is a situation Dak Prescott and the Cowboys need to take advantage of. Get out on a fast start. Uh, that's only going to help your defense, only going to help your special teams, and it's really going to force uh, the game on to Aaron Rodgers, which is, like we said yesterday, this is one of the few times you actually want him to throw more than 40 times. You're daring him to do it. You don't want uh, – and Aaron Jones look like, looks like he'll play, but you don't want that game to – be close enough where the Packers running game matters yeah. because you're still trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out your run defense. I want Dallas to run the ball, fellas. Mm-hmm. And I think Dallas can run the Ooh, ball. It's going to be cold. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be frigid. <laughs> frigid out there. And when it's frigid, you typically want to keep the ball on the ground. Facts. Um, Things a brick trying to catch in the net. As many troubles as we've had defending the run, mm-hmm. they've had more. Yes, they have. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, as I look at this list, is 24th in the league in stopping the run. It's not good. 24 Mm-mm. out of 32. It's not good. Kyle. No. Uh, but you know who's worse? Mm. Green Bay. Green Bay Packers. Thanks. Green Bay Packers are 26 in the league in stopping the run. Um, they are averaging mm, 138 yards per game. And over the last three games, they're averaging 145 yards given up per game. And do you know how many yards they're giving up at home, Kyle? More? 175 yards on the ground at home. On average? Like on that. average. 170? 175. Don't disrespect the oh five, guys. Okay, so mm. if there was going Next to be a plan of attack, I would say watch the film room and watch special edition number one. Mm. And we'll help you guys understand <laughs> as Everybody's to, got the plugs today. <laughs> yeah, just help you understand, especially yeah. film room. Special yeah. edition. But film room. If you're a big fan of basketball, yeah. watch us this weekend. Yeah, Valley exactly. Sports Southwest. I've <laughs> got the broadcast. <laughs> so just so you know, I'll just throw <laughs> it in there too. It Somebody was at the bar yesterday and they sent me pictures <laughs> of us on hit sticks. It was pretty cool. Hey. Yeah. Uh, hey. Um, but you were at the bar. Attack. No, I definitely wasn't. Uh, attack <laughs> the ground. That's why it makes the coffee. These guys, <laughs> and, we'll, and we, again, you'll see this on his, uh, not hisses, but on, on film room. They run three down for the most part. Yeah. And they run they and, and they have stand up defensive ends. Primarily. That's their base set. Three down, big boys in the middle. Okay. Big boys in the middle. They think they can clog things up with their three interior guys. And then they have Y9 techniques that are usually standing up. The last time we faced this type of defense up front, hmm, Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. Uh, How do we do against them? Ran the football quite well against them. Yeah, got the dub and ran the ball very freaking well. Exactly. Winston, eat the dub. dub. Eat the W. TP had had the longest (laughs) play from scrimmage, right, in terms of on the ground this year in that game. Big boy run. And a lot of that came because of the fact that the interior offensive line was able to handle the interior defensive line of of the Rams at that point in time. They were able to get Donald just just out the way enough to be able to run tote this thing around. And those defensive ends that are standing up, Stay, like to go outside because they their job primarily throughout most of the game is to contain. Right. Contain, contain, contain. Well, when your job is already to contain as an offensive tackle or as a tight end, now you've made my job that much easier because now I understand that primarily most of the time you're going to go to one side of my body. Mm-hmm. If you're going to one side of my body, it's easy to scheme up run plays that then in turn help you go ahead and migrate in the direction that you're trying to go. Which then in turn, if I can get my interior offense alignment to then shield off and wall off those interior defense alignment, there is a huge hole, whichever direction I want to go. And then when you have an 11 personnel and you get your guys like Noah Brown back, so now you have CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Noah Brown, and then you have a Schultz or a Hendershot or a Ferguson, whoever else you want to throw in there, all right? Um, um, What's the, the, the fourth one? McEwen. McEwen. Sean McEwen, okay. You have those guys at a tight end position. Now you're spreading this defense out. 
So if I'm spreading this defense out and I already have these ends that are standing up and outside, who's in the freaking middle of the offensive of the defensive line? Uh-oh. There's not much second-level support. Right. So if you can take care of those first five guys on the front line, there is hardly any support at the second level. And if your receivers are willing and capable to go out there and block in the secondary, their now run support is now neutralized. 100%. And you have huge running gaps and running lanes to be able to take advantage of. I'm looking forward to Dallas destroying this mm. defensive front mm. of the Green Bay Packers, especially with their number one pass rusher gone. I don't even want to have to say that we have to even throw the ball much this game. No, it should don't. be a ground. You don't. I'm looking forward to seeing 175 yards like they give up on average at home. I'm looking forward to seeing Dallas put up at least 175 on the ground. I'm leaning towards 200. But, so, but nor do you want to have to throw the ball, especially in those frigid temperatures, because as you know, trying to catch a ball in those temps, that's a brick. Yeah. Uh, that, that thing burns mm-hmm. on, on impact. Oh, yeah. Um, and, but the thing is, to your point, the, the Packers' defense is similar – in their strength and weakness to the Cowboys' defense, but they're not as good in either of those categories. So, actually, they're better in terms of stopping the pass. No, that's what I was going yeah. to go to. But, oh, they, sorry. but they don't take the ball away. That's what I mean. They don't good take point. the ball away as yep. well as the Cowboys' secondary does. So they're not forcing fumbles. They're not getting you know interceptions as far as the cornerbacks and the uh, safeties are concerned. So. They cover well, but they don't take the ball away mm. as well. They don't have run defense, as you mentioned. So the formula is right there for you. And it's not so coincidentally, it's the same formula that you should adhere to each week, which is stick to the run. But especially now, freezing temperatures, on the road, hostile territory, hand the ball off, and then guess what that sets up? And Isaiah's going to love this, the play action. Oh, the PA. <laughs> the PA. Enough with the trick plays, Kellen. Run the dang ball. <laughs> no reverses. Run the ball. No, uh, L.A., that front you, you mentioned, I was curious to see like what their numbers were in, ser- in terms of stopping the run. Dallas ran for 163 on the Rams in week five. And a very similar front, but a front that could actually stop the run. They're fourth in the NFL right now with allowing only 98 rushing yards Mm. per game. So a similar front. Dallas dissected it, sliced it right up, and now you're playing a team that runs a very similar scheme defensively, and they can't stop the run. Oh my! Land. So you might as well run for 200. I need that 200. Kyle. Would I'm they? Calling it. I'm calling, calling it 200. 200. I need one. Hey, hey, I need 175. Are you, are I want 200. Say, I'm saying it with my chest a day early. Get the it. Dallas Cowboys are going to get 175, okay. and I want them to get okay. 200. On the ground. I'm trying to I'm on trying the to, ground. I'm trying to push you to, to the Yeah, no, no, I need, no, no. Hey, <laughs> hey, I want I want Dakota Prescott to throw for 145, and I want for <laughs> Zeke and TP to rush for over 200. That was very similar to the stat line. Very similar to the stat line that Cooper Rush had against yeah. the Rams. He had 102, and he only threw it 16 times. Did he it work? 10 for 16 and 102. It did. did it, it work? Did. It worked. It did. Oh, uh-huh. it worked. It did. So when we come back, <laughs> what does Dak Prescott need to do to increase the confidence in the passing game mm. moving forward? Or is this just all run, 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 baby, run? When we come back here on Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. 
Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Glad you're with us. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Black Rifle Coffee Company offering a site-wide 20% discount for Veterans Day. Discounts include 20% off the first month when you join the coffee club. Plus, get an extra 10% off with your government-issued ID at checkout. Shop Black Rifle Coffee this Veterans Day to save a whole lot more. Isaiah is going to sign up for the coffee club. That's right. Just to get this mocha. He is wired at the moment. They might have converted me over to being a coffee drinker. This is weird. Like it, it, it's weird that, that they're that they're converting me. I mean, I've been around a lot of coffee, a lot, a lot of coffee in my life, mm-hmm. and I, as many times as I've tried it, it's just, eh, eh. and this time, I am like they got you redlining right now. They got me. You redlining, mm-hmm. but it's good. It is good. Like, I liked it a lot yesterday. Whenever I had it, yeah. So. But you're a coffee drinker, so like it doesn't sure take much it didn't for, surprise I mean, me that much. It, that it was great, but like. I'm not, and I, I typically hate coffee. I'm sorry, I'm, no disrespect, but like this, I'll drink this. By the way, nobody's paying us extra to talk about this. Not I at promise all. you. Not I at all. guarantee you. The only time we've ever really talked about this, about a sponsor, was when we had the glasses yeah. the first time that were awesome. And then now this. This is the second time we've ever really hit a product like this. Mm. So, yeah, Patrick, we're sellers. We're Light sellouts. Rifle's touching an untouched yeah, I, market right now. I'm still not a coffee guy. Dude, try this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, no. All right. Try it, it's it. one of those. To He's not a coffee guy thing. either. He I, just I did it. it. I am not a coffee and guy. I'm, I'm sitting From here Seattle. Looking, and I'm, I'm not a coffee at, guy. Sitting here watching his eyes fall out onto his cheekbones. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> his eyes have popped out of his socket. Doesn't that sound perfect? On his cheekbones right now. And, it's freaking yeah. go. I love it. It's I mean, so mo- I'm also a later caffeine today, addict. Like, I used to be hey. prom king. Yeah, load up my refrigerator. All right, Pookie. Let's go. All right, RTDs, baby. Ready to drinks. You think? You think? Dak Prescott's hyped up on his coffee this week. He better be all jacked up on Black Rifle Coffee Company because mm-hmm. he has a game to go out there and win. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Do you think he throws for less than 20 attempts this week? No. Do you think it's possible? No. Kellen Moore would never allow that. Yeah. Okay. Less than 25. I think he, really? goes, I think he throws 20, 24. Okay. 
What do you think? I, I, I go with 25, and I think that this is going against a, a run defense as porous as this. I think this is a perfect week to see some Mississippi State. Mm. Oh, Mississippi a little read State. option? Ooh. Yeah, a little bit of read option. We saw that against the Bears and that, you know, that – was it the second touchdown drive? Yeah. Second touchdown mm-hmm. drive for Dak Prescott. So we got some RPO jumping off here in Dallas again. You're going against one of the worst defenses in the league as far as stopping the run. Why not join Tony Pollard and hopefully Ezekiel Elliott and, you know, using those legs? They're one of the best at stopping the pass, too. Like I mentioned in that last yeah. segment, and Patrick yeah. alluded to it as well. But they're sixth in the league in terms of passing yards allowed per game. 309 they yards well. per game. They Thankfully for do. the Cowboys, they don't take the ball away much, but they do cover yeah. well. And I mean, and speaking of takeaways, got to keep an eye out on on uh, Quay Walker, go dogs. Uh, he has two forced fumbles back there in the linebacker court. So if he gets near you, tuck. Do they have anybody <laughs> else back there, though? Is there anybody else that's really scary on the backside of that defense? I mean, I'm looking at these names, and I remember well, some of these guys some, from the draft you show. Put some respect to uh, Alexander's name. Yeah, you got Alexander on the corner. Darnell Savage, phenomenal. He's, he's nice. I think yeah. Jair, uh, Jair Alexander is really, yeah, really good corner. His name. And Darnell Savage back there in the safety. You, you got a heck of a name, isn't it? Yeah, it, and he is as a safety too. Oh. It, it's appropriate. Darnell. Didn't they just? Savage. Who they just? They just claimed. Uh, no, I'll take that back. Jonathan Abram. Yeah, they did just claim Jonathan Abram. Now, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because it'll be interesting to see if Abram is on the field Mm -hmm. this Sunday. They claimed him yesterday after he was released by the Raiders. Um, And... And I, and I say this having been high on Abram coming out of the draft, but he was he had a similar skill set to Donovan Wilson here in Dallas, except Donovan's trajectory has been refined greatly by being coached by Dan Quinn and Al Harris and those guys, whereas Jonathan Abram is as raw as he was going into the draft that year. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I actually hope that he plays for the Packers because in coverage, we talk about how well they coverage. In coverage, he's a liability. And even as a run stopper, when you drop him down into the box and ask him to stop the run, he consistently over-pursues, consistently. So, Packers, if you're listening, uh, it's a great week to get Jonathan Abram mixed in. Go ahead, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Why would you not? Do it. Well, you know he'll be on teams. Yeah. Because his former head coach is the special teams coordinator. Special teams coordinator. Do it. Good point. They, they got a whole week to prep him. Look, the Cowboys traded for Hankins and had him on the field. Hankins. Hankins. Is it different for a defensive tackle, though, where you, your job is to take up multiple gaps, eat up space, nope. and run forward? No. Nope. Whereas the safety, safety, safety you've you got a lot more to think about. You literally go to the other safety. He tells you what we're he's playing. He's not a free. One. Right, and he's not yeah. a free. Yeah. He's, he's a strong. So it's not much different? No. Same same. Same concept. They, they put him on the field and say, hey, you're out there to help us with run support. You're out there to help yeah. kind of seal Got the it. edges. They teach you a couple signals, right. combos, man on. Like, it's, yeah. it's a handful of signals. Right. He doesn't have to know the scheme. All he has to do is be, when they call it, okay, be near that guy with the dot on his helmet, mm-hmm. and he'll tell him, right, this is what you got. Cool. I'm curious, just because of this conversation, what's the hardest defensive position for a, a player to get into a new situation and immediately middle have linebacker. to adjust. I was just about to say Mike. It's middle. It's Mike. Yeah. It's Mike. I was thinking linebacker too. Yeah, any level, but Mike specifically. It's Mike specifically. Yeah. yeah. Because you a lot of times you are the green dot. You're responsible. You are the green dot. You're, You're the one relaying, you know, the, the play calls from the coordinator to the to the unit and everything. And you have to be equally responsible and accountable for your pre-snap reads and, and how you react. Because if you make the wrong decision and you leave the middle of that field wide open mm-hmm. consistently, team's going to pay for it. So Mike, for me, it's got to be Mike. It's definitely Mike. Okay. Yeah. Just curious about it. So with all of that being said, and, and we've kind of mentioned this previously about the running ability of Dak Prescott and, and how he could use his legs. 
there's a, a good contingency of people out there that want him to save that for later. Save it for when it matters. You, you run now when you really need to, <laughs> what? but then wait later on. <laughs> what? I'm not saying I believe this. Don't listen, don't look at me like no, that. I'm, I'm, what? <laughs> you don't think so? I, there are people out there that don't want Dak Prescott to run I the football. I get it, and because I there's mean, a lot what? of people out there that don't want they him to want run him football. to take the Tyler Lockett approach, just freaking dive on a grenade every time the ball's in your hand. Protect yourself, protect your body. Don't have anything exactly. even remotely close yeah. to what happened, huh? I'm, I'm fine with him protecting with, with yeah. grenading, but when yeah. you see the grenade, but when you see green. <laughs> Eat Take the green. Yeah, this is we, we talked about oh, Josh Allen. See, right. but that's, we talked about the that's not necessarily Josh the, Allen. Josh Allen sees green, takes green. Correct. I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm saying uh, yes, you can run the football when there's an yeah. open space. He did yeah. it against Chicago. He, saying, he's God. done it throughout. But designed runs on the read options and the RPOs save that, that for later, right? Why? I, I mean, to maybe keep it as an un developed part of your an uncovered part of your game plan. Change up. Keep that keep that bag a little bit fuller going into you had a playoffs. But they, they, they have yeah. they have something not a good one. But. They have they already have something in their bag they haven't exposed yet, which is Cavante Turpin's uh section of plays in the playbook. That has yet to be exposed. That's a, I don't know sweeps. about that. That's not been okay. shown yet. I don't know about that. That's not been shown yet. Every time he's in a game, who's getting the ball? Cavante Turpin. Yeah, but what is he getting the ball on? On uh, fly sweeps. Oh, okay. That's about it. That's right. about it. Goes to my point. Yeah. I, I guarantee you. I want to 100%. See I want to see him crack back. There's on more than two plays. Come back down the, and I want to see him crack back on a safety. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's more than two plays in the Turpin section. No, I agree. Of the playbook. No, I, I think I understand. That's the one you sit on, unless, and I said this, that's the one you sit on unless you yeah. have to because you don't want to put that on film. But, you know, Dak using his legs, RPOs. I'm not saying go full RPO crazy. But if you get him three or four RPOs in a game, that's enough to keep the opposing defense off balance and not enough for teams to consistently scheme against it. And honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they had to scheme against it. It's one more thing for them to have to worry about. Okay. What are you thinking? I don't have a problem. I want with, to miss I don't, <laughs> I don't have a problem with RPO because Aaron Rodgers runs more RPO than probably anybody. Right. It's the He's just zone not gonna reads. tuck it and run. Exactly, right? Run pass option does not mean the quarterback has to run pass ball. option. Okay. So it's a run pass option. Okay, so it's a running play that I can hit it off, or I can throw, throw it. it. <laughs> right? When you start talking about Philadelphia and Baltimore, that's a different version of the RPO, yeah. which is heavily leaned on, on, on. Exactly. Right. So that's a quarterback run, and it should be Q Q RPO. Right. right. It's a uh, <laughs> I understand people's hesitation. And I get people's restraint in terms of them not wanting to expose Dak Prescott to potentially being injured in a situation that's avoidable. Mm-hmm. Why? Why put him in a position of harm when you have you have two running backs that do that, right? Like, like you have other guys that can do it. I get it. Sometimes you slide, but last time, you know, he got tackled in open field like that. Things didn't necessarily go his way. So I get it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, people. I think that you have to keep it as a curveball. I think you use it as a curve. I think it's a, a curveball, it's a changeup, it's a slider, whatever you want to call it. But it's a little one that you sneak in there every so often. When you get down in the red zone or the black zone and you need a you need a little play action, tell him to keep it, right? You tell him in his headset, he called to play the same. My coaches do, do this in college. Hey, this is the play call. You know, this is a typical run. Keep it. Nobody needs to know. Keep it. Right? Boot out of that thing and, mm-hmm. and run into the dog on corner of the end zone. If you if you somebody's standing there waiting on you, slide, get down, we'll we'll, we'll live with the with the negative play. I think you have to have those in there from time to time. But in terms of him running 
design runs. I don't want to see more than five design runs plays for, cool. for I, Dak yeah, Prescott. I said three or four. Yeah, yeah. yeah so three or four. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, okay. I'm with that. Yeah, out of out of if I run sixty plays on an offensive day, three plays for Dak. Cool. Five. You're, you're pushing it. You're pushing yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't even go to five. Okay, yeah, you're exactly. Pushing. You're pushing like it. So I said, three to four. That's where I would keep it at. Yeah, that's where I would keep it at. But you have to have those plays in there because you have to make the defenses respect him Bingo. still. Bingo. Yeah. Keep B-I-N-G-O. it in mind. NGO. Keep it in mind moving forward because it certainly could be something that the Cowboys maybe unveil more and more as the season goes along, and maybe he gets more comfortable running the football a little bit. Just as well. like you, just like you, you know, color commentating, Kyle. You know, you sometimes you gotta get in the booth just let people know what you're capable of. Yeah. That's what I'm doing yeah. on Saturday. I know pickleball and all that. You know. There you go. There yeah. you go. Listen, pickleball? I want to see you commentate a pickleball match. Oh, I would rock that. I know dude. you would. It would be awesome. Let's, Let's do it. Somebody somebody out there, if you have a pickleball broadcast, me and Isaiah want to call it. So. Do it now. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, let's talk about the impact that Mike McCarthy could potentially have on this offensive scheme heading into the Green Bay game. Right after this with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweets! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets has head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, a new groundbreaking collection is brought to you by Dak Prescott, Jordan Brand, and the Dallas Cowboys fusing sneaker culture with football, making this collection the very first of its kind. Come grab your favorite style at the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a a fanatics experience. Back here on Talking Cowboys. Jordan? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. He's Jordan, and mm-hmm. then the Cowboys have partnered with Jordan. Are you with Team Jordan? I see sweet. you always wear Jordans on hit sticks. Uh, I only wear. I only have one pair of Jordans. It's a lie, Kyle. One. I was gonna say. It sounds like your your, your Jordan game is up there, man. I've got one. You're a liar. One pair. It's the face of a liar. I've got some like some. How dare you lie on the dunks? Day what comes out? I've got some dunks and I've got some <laughs> Air Force ones and some high tops that look like they could be Jordans, but they're not. One one Jordan. Everybody it's the reflective out there, ones. Everybody out there listening to Talking Cowboys right now, send Kyle, tag Kyle on Twitter, and let him know what J's that you have in your collection. Just, just yeah. tag him. Just show show Kyle what he Let him know have. where I can get some more because I think they're fun. Yeah, let's get him some Concords. And, mm. uh, let's, get him, let's get him cleaned up on the industry. I used to always love looking at Jordans, but we didn't have the money Never to have could them. get one. <laughs> Same here. I have one pair He's of Jordans in my life. Shopper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the one pair I've got, the, the reflective ones yeah. that I've got that I wore on the preseason game last year, okay. those were that's the first pair of Jordans I've ever had. Dude, my first pair of Jordans were in eighth grade. Oh, no, my, my first pair wasn't until late high school when I started working. Because <laughs> mm. before then, listen, poverty is a real thing. So, yeah, no Beamer, doubt. did you have a pair of J's, Beamer? Of course I did. My, my uncle Ooh. worked for Nike. Oh, I didn't know that. Flex. Very Flex. interesting. So Beamer was out there I, I, I had Nikes on. in, like, gosh, in the early 80s. Oh, he was a trendsetter. Oh, so I had on Voights. Everybody was like, what kind of shoes are those? I'm like, had are they Knicks? Uh, what are they? I'm like, yeah. they're Nike. Where did you guys buy your tennis shoes at? Oh, all over. Wait, you mean the, when I actually started Marshalls. buying my own? Really? Yeah. Oh, you mean do now? No, no back in the day. Oh, yeah, back, back in, in the day. How far back in the day? We're talking back in the day. Like poor back in the yeah, day? Yeah, poor back in the day. Yeah. Oh, well, it was Payless and yep. Rec Room. And yep. Oh, man, those were the two that I used to hit all the time. It was Payless and Rec Room. I used Money. To buy my no, it, was, it was a hardware store called Chubby and Tubbies. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and they used to they used to saran wrap the shoes and put them on the <laughs> shelf yeah. in the back of the hardware store. Yeah, we buy tennis oh, shoes. We got a couple pairs from from we call it, we called it the Sal, but Salvation Army. Shouts out the Salvation Army as well. <laughs> Already right, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. So my shooting game didn't go get, donate. Didn't get the leveled up until I started working in late high school. Yeah. And I was like, I'm tired of being broke. Mm. <laughs> tired of being poor. I'm done with this. <laughs> tired of being poor. Uh, before we get... Kmart. Yeah. Oh, oh Kmart. Hey. Kmart back in the day. Yeah. I was That's right at the tail end. And all, all the what shoes, they, there was K? no boxes. Hey. They were all just tied together. <laughs> Super K was Super upgrade. K. Yeah, that was. Oh, goodness. That was. Walmart uh, killed it. Walmart Final two Walmart. minutes here of the show. I want to hit Mike McCarthy. We're going to hit it in depth tomorrow. Don't I worry. Feel like nobody's been talking about that. It's not that we big talked about it early. Yeah, talked we about did. it in mo- like Monday. Haven't really talked about it a ton, but I want to talk about it tomorrow more in yeah, depth. Let's say it with your chest Friday because you talk about a matchup you're looking for. It's going to be Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. going to be one of the the marquee matchups of the NFL week. But how much of an effect can he have? On the Dallas offense and the success that he that they have against the Packers defense, is there anything that lingers over from his time there? In that regard, I don't know. Probably not. Yes. Right? I don't think so. I, is, I, I yes, think there might there's, be a, there's one thing that does. I was Iris. Okay, I, mean, I think he obviously wants to win the ball game for obvious reasons. Obviously, the season's going well for the Cowboys, and then obviously he wants to. <laughs> Give it to the Packers because you know he's no longer there. Yeah, give him a little little McNasty. So, like taser. I mean, you want to you want to <laughs> you want to give him give them that work, but you know, respectfully, respectfully give them that work. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's there's a, been a lot of change um, in Green Bay, obviously mm-hmm. since since Mike McCarthy was fired. But one thing that hasn't changed is the quarterback. Quarterback still there. This yeah. is a quarterback that Mike McCarthy knows very, very well, and there's nothing. You know, Aaron Rodgers isn't doing anything new 
2022 or in 2021 than when he was being coached by Mike McCarthy, right? At this point in the game, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's a, you know, a former MVP, reigning MVP, however you want to look at it, two-time. Um, so he's not going to pull any new tricks out of the bag. He, there's nothing that Aaron Rodgers could do on Sunday that Mike McCarthy hasn't seen and isn't planning against, isn't helping Dan Quinn in that defense scheme against. And on top of that, from a defensive side of the ball, we mentioned it um, in Anthony Barr, even if Anthony Barr cannot go or is not fully healthy, the cerebral part of it is there. Anthony Barr is in these meeting rooms with Dan Quinn and these linebackers and these, you know, the secondary and the defensive line. And he's saying, hey, here are the tendencies for Aaron Rodgers. So from a Cowboys standpoint, not only do you have McCarthy, but you also have Anthony Barr. So those are two sides of the coin. But flipping back to the McCarthy standpoint, guess who? You're not only looking at McCarthy having experience with Rodgers, you're looking at Rob Davis and you're looking at Joe Philbin. And, you know, there, like he said, there are 10 assistant coaches on his staff mm. that was with him, that were with him in Green Bay. That's a lot of recognition as far as, you know, remembering whatever What's Rodgers can do. Yeah. So. It, there's some high-level intel. Let's put it that way. There's some high-level intel being dropped in these defensive and offensive meetings about Aaron Rodgers, and that that should help the Cowboys. I don't think it needs to be. I think that the issues that Aaron Rodgers is going to have with the Dallas Cowboys, Dan Quinn has his personnel. I'm just saying it helps. Yeah, no, it does. It, it does not. It does helps. not. I I totally agree with you that he has the knowledge, and that if he was. If he had any other type of defense that he might need to go over there and have a conversation with him, but I'm sure he probably peeked over there and was like, "Hey, DQ, you, you need if you need it, you know, I got it." And right. DQ was like, "I know, Coach, but we're we're good." Yeah. yeah. We're so good. one of my favorite stories you've ever told me about your playing career mm-hmm. was when you were on the Giants mm-hmm. against the Patriots <laughs> in the Super Bowl. And you were yelling at Tom Brady from the sideline. <laughs> Isaiah Stanback yelling at Tom Brady. Thomas. Choice words. I don't think going into that game, anybody on the radio booth was saying, that matchup between Isaiah Stanback <laughs> and, and, and Tom Brady is going to be my marquee matchup oh, to watch geez. because Isaiah wants revenge against Tom Brady and he wants to get that Super Bowl ring in doing so. Just, you know, but it's different this time because you've got words. 10 assistant coaches and the quarterback, who's a Hall of Famer on the other side, in Aaron Rodgers, that's a much more intriguing matchup as as all. But, and you were yelling your 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 butt off. Your pow pow. But the, the, but listen, <laughs> the thing is, Coach McCarthy is he he gets to walk into that stadium with so much swag. Yeah, yeah. Especially because they're three and the six. Big, not even just that. Just the, the their biggest asset against your biggest asset, your defense. Mm-hmm. Their biggest threat, Aaron Rodgers, versus your biggest threat, your entire defense. Yeah. And you know that he doesn't have the personnel to do it. And you know that your boys are coming off of one week off. And you know that your boys want to get this W for you. When I, I go back to college when I was playing for the University of Washington and Tyrone Willingham was, became my coach. We played Notre Dame that next year. Like we wanted to destroy Notre Dame mm-hmm. because of that. I had my best passing game that game because I was playing for my coach. Like I was right. so amped up, and I knew how important he would never say how important it was right. to him, but I knew how important it was to him. So I was making sure that I was putting my best behavior, I was putting my best effort forward, playing through whatever, throwing the best balls possible. Like I was so intent on destroying Notre Dame because of that. Yeah, this this whole team is gonna have that same attitude, that same vibe because this is their leader. I agree. And you saw McCarthy fighting back tears earlier this week in the press conference. The players see that. Mm-hmm. They see that. Yeah. You know, and 
that's just going to make them want to really <sighs> dig. Yeah, they're going to be going ham. But you know, so like you said, and but the defense. This is a defense also that um, Lafleur doesn't know, right? But this is a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers that McCarthy plus eleven, if you count Anthony Barr, plus eleven. Yeah. know very well. So I'm simply saying while they shouldn't need that, it's always better to, to have that inside intel. Cowboys coming off of their first 40-burger of the 2022 season. Their only 40-burger of the 2022 Wait, season. I'm not doing it yet. Don't worry. <laughs> then the Green Bay Packers coming off of a nine-point outing against the Detroit Lions in mm-hmm. a defense that has not been very good. Both teams could not be going in different directions in this matchup that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Of the Cowboys offense, Patch- yeah, Packers Cowboys defense. Have two weeks. And the Cowboys have a little bit of a rest in between there, too. So, could not be going in further directions, but we're going to give our predictions tomorrow on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. That does it for us today. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey, Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How-